0: Hi, Eloise here. Hope you're having great festivities with your family and getting some time off in this winter month. So, renumbering fun here. The podcast that you're listening to now is number 14. But at the beginning of the next audio, I'm going to say it's number 13. Because we recorded this one straight after number 12. And our intention was to put it out last week. Uh, occasionally we feel in the mood for carrying on after we do one and we record two at a time because you know we're busy people however we then wanted to record the one around the solstice which we put out last week so we're mixing the numbers up a little bit so ignore the number and ignore the fact that I'm like on the last one because it was the one before last (laughs) but I just wanted to come and explain that and just to let you know we're not going mad we're just re-syncing everything so Enjoy this podcast and we will catch up with you in the new year. So happy festivities wherever you are. Hope you're having some time off in these winter months to chill out with your family or friends and have some fun. And I will speak to you along with Terry ann in the new year. So enjoy this podcast.
1: Take care. Hello. Hey, darling. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome, Ooh, everybody. Yeah, welcome to Dose of Truth podcast number 13. We're here every Wednesday. So, terri I was thinking during the last podcast, we were talking about thoughts kind of being nonsense and problem-solving taking actual
1: thought. Or thinking, right? Think. Yeah. It, it, it's, so, it's such a subtle difference, but the yeah. thoughts... The thoughts are just the the passage of of thoughts that go through our head, but that's not really thinking. We often think when we're regurgitating our thoughts, like analyzing this this age old idea about ourselves. Um, I would say that's not real analysis, right? That there, there's an analysis that is. Um, like well, I do this because of this and because of that. So, so if we're 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 giving that analysis, something had to have been solved for that analysis to be appropriate. So, or to be uh, valid, and, and well, appropriate meaning, um, valid meaning. It would give us space to be able to solve the problem, but when it goes into this circle, we're not actually thinking. It's just a bunch of thoughts chasing yeah, it's, its own around. own it's... own tail, right? Yeah. The 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 coffee clutch you have with a girlfriend, and the thought goes round and round, and yeah. any solution that is posited ends up being discarded on the waste pile. Uh, with the comments, because I, yeah, I can't do that because my parents um... didn't teach me. Yeah. Well, they didn't teach you because they didn't know how to either. And if they didn't know how to, it goes back to their parents and their parents. (laughs) So one of my, you know, one of the things that that I used to do was uh, past life readings through psychometry. Whether we believe in past lives or not doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. Um, what 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 was important? Because I didn't actually believe in past lives when I was doing this. I yeah. Like, what what is this? But if it, if if some kind of story comes up that helps the person break a pattern, yeah, then we're doing something great. One yeah. of the things that I noticed was some people would hear it, break a pattern, and they had relief. Yeah. So the method was working. But many people heard a past life then took it as another excuse Uh, to explain why they're in their problem and wouldn't get out of it. So what I would do was discern whether I was going to read a past life or not and eventually kind of gave it up. And later on... um, you know, doing different work, body talk. You had past lives, and when they came to the end, then they would say, "Oh, that past life must be why I'm like this." And you know, immediately you say, "Well, that p- past life is now balanced mm. in your system, so it will have no impact on no it. effect." Yeah. So you, if you're using it as an excuse, then we would find out why you're using it as an excuse now. Yeah. So that would be the way the mind has a bunch of thoughts adds more and more thoughts to use as justifications for why they must remain in in the problem that they're in Mm. and that won't will not be problem solving that will be it's justifying where you're at Right. It's adding up data to say, well, here are even more reasons that yeah. I cannot solve this problem, and, whether it be that I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, because some people, clients included, come from a place where they want to solve the problem and they get that aha and the things change and they move on and others just add it to the shopping list of reasons. To carry on talking about why they're still doing something or why they still have a problem,
1: which it which goes down to um, someone asking for help is can be a very dangerous thing. Mm. Uh, one, they could ask for help and try to engage you in a codependency to justify why they have a problem. Yeah, right. So I've seen, uh, let's say, husbands and wives go for uh, therapy and oftentimes just because of the bias uh, presently in the world is that the man is at fault and the woman's not yeah you're never going to solve a problem that way Mm. both parties
0: be part of this problem and the solution
1: exactly both parties are not seeing something clearly i'm not saying 100 of the time because someone might you know you might have one party who says well, this is what I'd like to do. Um, these are the things I'm creating in my life, but my partner keeps drinking and is spending all of our money. And um, and until that person actually seeks help, you're going to have a problem. So there, there are many varieties in this. Mm. There's no, yeah, there's, there's nice. no kind of stat answer. You the thinking means you sit down and you know I've often said things to, to people, given an example, and right away they go, I am not like that. Well. No, you might not be like that. But the, the thing is just to figure out whether you're It's in some way, um, you've found your solution and you're carrying it out without reliance on the other. And kind of the other will, will follow or they get left to the wayside. So if somebody, let's say two people are drinking mm. and one stops drinking, the other may want uh, the one who is drinking may want the person who stopped drinking to continue to drinking, drinking. Yeah. that's kind of that validates
0: kind of a... their behavior exactly
1: like I've seen it and you know I'm using drinking but I've seen but, it with dieting yeah you know, you you walk in somewhere and you say to someone, "Well, I'm on a, I'm on a diet. I'm I'm overweight, way overweight. Um, it's quite dangerous that I'm overweight. Let's use this as a parameter. It doesn't have to be this parameter." And uh, they'll say, "Well, just for today, you know, you can have cake. Just for, yes, but I'm pre-diabetic, <laughs> right?" so so there is no day to eat the cake but no. you're you're slowly worn away or someone who's stopped drinking and they're like oh come on just one There's you know one. Just, right um this sort of sabotaging to justify instead of really looking and going wow you're admirable and yes, yeah, i will I will encourage you yeah. you know no don't have the it's cake cool. it's, not, it's it's just cake <laughs> like who cares yeah mm. you're, you're not you're not losing anything. You're not gaining anything. We've got a lot of other good things to do tonight. You know, like we've got a lot more fun than sitting, <laughs> putting sugar in your body, right? Uh, or putting alcohol in your body. Yeah, it's just a sugar, right? So, um, yeah, that that form of self of sabotage. Sometimes it's maybe I shouldn't be hanging around these people, right? Yeah, you know, if somebody is if if someone is not supporting you in something that's making your life better it's questionable as to whether you need to be hanging around this person yeah you know and then comes the sequence of yeah but I really like this person mm-hmm. so what What does that have to do with that how can you like someone who is sabotaging you yeah how can you like someone who's not helping you in the very thing that you would like to change in your life. Mm, Yeah. Right. I've seen
0: that in some, I've got a friend who, you know, I see a lot of, and I, you know, I get on with her really well, but one day we were doing something and she just went to sabotage me. And I'm like, wow. Like, I never thought you'd be capable of doing that. But here we are. The one thing that I want to make a change of in my life. And you're trying to sabotage. it was quite a a, a revelation
1: (laughs) it 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 is a revelation especially when you've really decided to look forward at your own life you've got um wonderful things in store for (laughs) you and you're setting yourself in motion now i i'd also like to say that not only do other people do it, but your thoughts will do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Feel social, so, so. so, you know, one of my favorite exercises given to me by my teacher, Esther Belltime was my thoughts have nothing to do with me or thank you thoughts, but I'm doing something else right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I started with thank you thoughts, but I'm doing something else right now. And then later graduated to oh yeah my thoughts have nothing to do with me yeah. and that was you know a powerful graduation um which finally took me to breaking the spell of my mind mm. where where <laughs> the mind is so it's it's going to excrete much like the colon excretes it's gonna chatter yeah i don't need to think about it
0: no don't need to hear
1: it oh. i i well you might continue to hear it it faded in the background yeah but you don't need to adhere to anything going on in the mind so of course you know somebody could say how am i going to do that well it it is quite a a process it's not it's not like you can just all of a sudden say no but if you start let's say i took 10 years to uh, think about the phrase, mind manifests matter, and learned a lot from that. And then, you know, my thoughts have nothing to do with me took the rest of my life yeah. till, till recently where finally it's like, really, they have nothing to do with me. These thoughts come up and they can, they can be written with all kinds of ridiculous images. <laughs> and kind of, you know, just go, no, no, my thoughts have nothing to do with me. And then you're left with just problem solving yeah. So when there is a problem, I don't sit around and have thoughts about it. I sit there and look at the problem. So when you're clear, when you're when you're actually thinking, you can sit down and go, "Well, what are ways to solve the problem?" Maybe you have no clue where to start. No clue. Let's, yeah. say, let's say it's simple as how do I start? Well, how do we start? What we started here, a podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I have no idea how you start this. <laughs> None, none whatsoever <laughs> i still don't know what we're doing
0: <laughs> but wonderful.
1: i yeah. but i listen to people's podcasts yeah you're right to to hear how they do it um then someone told me everything about blogging and podcasting is about consistency and of course <laughs> you told me the same thing yeah so right consistency so here we have every That's week exciting. and then we've got there, there are other problems we have to solve which are subject it, it, subject matter—it's—it's—it's it's, it's really not easy to come up with subject matter. So how do I solve that problem? Well, you know, sometimes I come on um, with you, Eloise, and I have an idea, and then you come on and say, "Well, Terry and I have an idea," or we yeah. talked beforehand about mm. about an idea, or, or what's do going some, on, or... yeah, yeah, do some reading. you know reading about subjects that interest me and uh what i'd like to talk about i continue working with my clients i continue working with people and their questions um on on well what my mind gets in my way right it's in my way it's 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 always talking to me what can i do (laughs) To get rid of my thoughts. Well, there's your first line, which is you cannot get rid of a thought. The mind does that. It's like saying, How can I get rid of my circulatory system? You're not <laughs> going to get rid of yourself, it's going to keep running. You yeah. Know, How
0: to get rid of my
1: nervous system? It's really nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and well, that's a really good example because some people are HSP, high sensitive people, 20% of the population is high sensitive and to varying degrees of sensitivity. Mm right? So I'm one of these people. I, I did the little test on Elaine Aaron's site, and I come up yes for every single one of her questions. Because so <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, That's so you're, you're really quite sensitive there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was unexpected. I thought maybe half of them or whatever, but no, no, no. Yes to error every single yeah, And easy yeses. It wasn't very difficult <laughs> for me to say yes. <laughs> So, so now it's not something I would get rid of. Um, you could say it's a blessing, and you could also say it's a curse. So okay. those two thoughts don't matter; they cancel each other out. Hmm. It just is um, part of my. I think it's a a personality trait that likely developed. I'm probably misquoting this, but all of you can look this up on Elaine Aaron's site um high sensitive people but it's um it's a trait that we have in humans and likely developed for having higher empathy so you needed part of the mm-hmm. community or part of the the tribe to have higher sensitive people right just as there are the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. which can go to um Asperger's, yeah, right? where they they can't read they can't read it the can signs, read emotions but... too yeah Right. And they can't read where is the distance I could stand from a person. They don't read facial cues and clues. Right. They have to learn to read them. Whereas we can, you know, most people can read them. And then a high sensitive reads way more. Now, how Mm -hmm. has that been a curse in my life? There are lots of good examples where, you know, I I can't even sit next to someone who is so terribly troubled. Mm. Uh, I find myself either I've got to get out, or if there's an opportunity for me to help, I will help. Yeah. Uh, so now, but also, I need to think, um, not follow my thoughts, but think carefully about myself. So when is it appropriate? What is the action? So let's say there is somebody who's very troubled, and I can I can feel this that they're very troubled. Mm. Do I? turn around and say, well, I sense you're really troubled, and I can help you. No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, You know, unless they came to me in clinic, but yeah, outside of clinic, I'm not going to run around doing this. But if somebody turns to me and says, you know, that they've got a problem, I may engage. Yeah, I may, but it's all going to depend where am I? What are we doing? All right. Uh, And, uh, you know, as a young person, No matter where I was, it could be at a dance, at a party, I would start helping the person, which meant that at the end of the night, I was extremely stressed. Mm. So, you know, of course, now being a practitioner, I can say, well, if you'd like to work with this, there's ways to solve things, come. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not the right person, I will help you find someone else who will help you out. So there's always a way. So you offer that, and you're not stressed by the circumstance. Yeah, that's thinking. Mm. That's thinking. That's sitting there, looking and, and thinking. Obviously, um, when it comes to yourself, is is also in that instance that I presented is your one is also going to um, figure out what is in service to the self and by being in service to the self, you are of service to the other. Mm. But if you're self-serving, like, Oh, I have to help anybody who comes along. That's what I do. That's what, that's self-serving. That could be feeding your ego. That could be an arrogance. That could be this need to please others and you haven't done your own homework. Right. You know, a lot of people get upset Uh, so-and-so's a doctor and I met him at a party and I (laughs) asked him about this wart that's growing on my bum and he said he wouldn't take a look at it well that that is 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 not thinking that is having an expectation that someone on their off time yeah right it's the same as the you know people who say well um look uh, especially in in tarot look terry ann I can get tarot online for free. Yeah. So I want a free reading from you. And I'll say, well, no, <laughs> uh, since you get it online for free, go ahead. Yeah. And I don't know how many times this used to happen. Um, it's in the days where I was more codependent. Now it doesn't happen at all. <laughs> uh, but in those days, uh, you know, I'd get a phone call within a week i called you last week for a free tarot reading because i can get it free online i'm like well great um why are you calling me (laughs) well i got the reading i got the reading online but i don't understand it and i just said hence that is why i charge charge? yeah (laughs) i charge for my experience for my (laughs) studies no 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 but i got it for free well then there's your reading. Goodbye. So it's the same for doctors. It's the same for, you know, I've I've seen so many people go through this. When you go to buy a computer or your groceries or your um, anything that's not a service, people have no trouble purchasing it, right? Like they'll they'll go out to dinner and have two bottles of wine. Their dinner will end up costing them a hundred bucks, but they refuse to pay for your treatment. Right? Yeah, yeah. Really fascinating. <laughs> it is fascinating. I'd like it for free. But that happens with services. Yeah. And I, I even know accountants who've told me, yeah, yeah, of course. When it comes to services, right? Except lawyers, because they can take you to court. So you you just go, okay, I'll pay this lawyer's <laughs> exorbitant fees, but everyone else can sit around. It's like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Right. It's it's really um mm. Yeah. It's just it's just uh, we don't think right? we, we have these thoughts uh, that say, well, because of this, this and this, because it's free over here, because I can do it myself. Uh, I'm not going to pay you. That's that's not thinking. That's just having a lot of thoughts that defend a position that is unthought out. Yeah. But when you think it out and say, well, this person is spending their time and in that time there are bills to pay like heat and electricity and internet and their studies and the books they buy and the courses they take (laughs) and um, all of the years of experience that they've accumulated to to do their work uh, I have no respect for is the first thing that that one is saying and that you know, you could just sit around and somehow live by the air of the universe to pay your electricity and so forth, and uh, serve people who want things for free. And, you know, of course, it's not even free on the internet. There are advertisers that that pay for the the site, there's someone paying to get this person to be able to do this, right? Yeah, (laughs) you think it's free, but it's it's not free you might have gotten it for free but they're getting paid somehow yeah yeah right it's just a deferred deferred responsibility Mm. deferred responsibility that's um again putting the, the responsibility in someone else's hands so problem problem solving obviously has no filters Mm. Meaning you don't, you can see the problem as it is, just like a math problem. So if a math problem is in front of you, but all you can think of is how stupid you are, you're following your thoughts. Yes. You know, my thoughts have nothing to do with me. How does this problem work? And then you figure out how to solve it. You might not be able to figure out how to solve it on your own. That's true. Mm. But you can figure out how to ask people for help. Yeah, we're going to help you solve it and find different ways, just like people <laughs> have dyslexia or auditory processing disorder. Yeah. they learn to deal with their. Um, you learn to. So I'm dyslexic and there's
0: Grammarly and there's all these great things now. <laughs> just like not need you, you modify your behavior and things.
1: Right, you figure out how to work with what you have, just
0: like being HSP. Yeah, you know, it's not. I do all I record my sessions because I can't type them up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's much nicer recording them in any case.
0: Yeah, I know. I've learned that now, but in the beginning, that was why I did it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You know, way back when everyone was typing them up, I was like, why is everyone doing this? (laughs) I can't do that. I'm not going to do it.
1: it's fun no it's true it's 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 the same as hsp it's not there's nothing wrong with me there's nothing right with me Mm -hmm. Uh, but i do need to deal with it without comparing comparing myself to other people yeah if i compared myself to the general population i'd be a real weirdo even my partner uh he he knows when my my nervous system has been over inundated it didn't. It, you know he doesn't do the work that i do but he noticed really quickly in our relationship that um boy oh boy you have compassion for everybody and i said pardon me he said the stranger on the street you have compassion for yeah it, i just don't now it doesn't mean he doesn't have compassion but it's just not his interest whereas i'm you know i feel for every single person right <laughs> i'm feeling for everybody so of course when you spend a whole day feeling for everybody mm. well you, you got to go and take care of it which means you know shutting down all the computers shutting yep. down all communications so that it stops for a period yeah. of time uh-huh. till you till you get back to it right so this is this is problem solving but if i sat around and said oh my god woe is me poor me i'm so sensitive that is when you're using something uh, to justify your problems and that is not thinking yeah that is just an automated defense mechanism yeah yeah right not that, Taking responsibility at all no not taking responsibility and believing that your thoughts are real that the illusion that you've created is real rather than dealing with what is so uh, one of the, i think i posted it today was um life is real only then when no then and only then when i am life is real then and only then when i am mm. which is a quote from gurdjieff and um yeah there's there's an exception in there which is only So the only time life can be real is when I am, and only when I am. So the thinking is the same way is when there is an I am having an experience. But if there is an I am something in the experience, so I am stupid, is having the experience, you're going to get a bunch of justifications and defenses, Mm. right? You're just defending immediately. So you're not thinking. You're now subject to the domination of the mind over the self, or oneself. Ooh. And even the, the thoughts that travel through and believing those thoughts being the, the entanglement with those thoughts is also taking you away from what is. You, that is when life is a complete illusion. And you will, you will swear up and down that it is real to you. Yeah. <laughs> But the moment you realize it's not working for you mm-hmm. and the outcome of something not working for well us is is the idea or that that spontaneous idea. There has to be a better way. If you don't come to the conclusion that there has to be a better way, you will you will continue um, in this process of defensive, Defensive thoughts and engaging with those thoughts, which brings us back to being really cautious of someone who asks for help. Um, Someone who asks for help may ask for, as I mentioned earlier, uh, to be in a codependent relationship with you, which is transference, counter-transference in psychotherapy. But getting you, I see it like a spider web. So somebody who asks for help may not necessarily want help. Mm-hmm. And they can ensnare you in that web of deceit. Yeah, right? So you, you know, one of the things that that I've always kept as one of my little mottos is, okay, the, the someone's telling me a story. Yeah, but that story is not real. Mm-hmm. right. and yeah. And usually that's and I love these these uh, wonderful moments when I get, let's say, a wife come in and do some work with me on on a particular story. Then the the husband will say, oh, you know I really want to go for a session with her. He'll come in and start telling the story. And I don't realize it's the same story as her story, except for two cues and clues. <laughs> and I, I sit there listening to the story and I go, is this the same story as she told? No, no, it's not the same story. And then finally you, you realize, Oh my God, it's the same day. It's the same time. It's (laughs) the same. There are two events. So daytime, sometimes it's in the same room. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's it's, it's rarely the same people in the room. Only the, the, the protagonist is in the, in the room, but the other people in the room are different. Um, Wow. Everything that is said is different. Uh, just the big pungent moment. I'm like, oh yes, it is the same story. So one one couple um oh. he he ends up hitting her. And that's how I knew it was the same story.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Otherwise I wouldn't have known. And you could say, what if there are many other stories where he hit her? You know, there could be. It's possible. Yeah. Awesome. So um, though they both the, the two things are he's never done it before so they both said that and it was both a hitting so that kind of verified it right yeah especially but at the same time it's so so different so different so our Mm -hmm. perspectives on uh, on our stories are not real I mean we we know about false memories Yeah. we know that things we remember as kids we grow up and some people say parents say or Friends could say that never happened. Yeah. That never actually happened. Because the brain registers an event as real, even when it didn't happen. So you're watching a movie, the brain registers that as real. It doesn't
0: know the difference between thoughts and reality.
1: No, it doesn't. It's all the same to the brain. And yet we trust this brain. Mm. Yeah, we we trust it when, you know, and somebody might say, I could hear a question like, well, what do you trust? Well, you trust the self, but the self that is so clear, like the the clear mind of a child answers mm. questions so clearly. There are no filters. Oh. There's no assumptions. It's direct and clear the way children ask questions and answer them as well. Mm. Right. They'll, they'll ask and they'll question very clearly. I'm not talking about lies and deception that are already yeah. established, but when they're really clear with their answers, right? Yeah. Um, that, that's where we can start thinking. When we start to ask a question that is so clear and then give a very clear answer. But I can't tell you um, how many people do not listen.
0: I'd say it's Sorry, children. what did you say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, <laughs> a, I'll ask it a direct question. Yeah. Why do you think uh, yeah. clouds are pink? Um, and they'll usually answer, uh, well, you know, that's what I was told. And, um, you know, this is what I keep uh, seeing when I close my eyes and my guides tell me that. Um, and, you know, God came down and touched me. So these three things verify that clouds are pink. They're not really the color that we see, right? Yeah. This, this goes on and on. I can nothing to do it. with what you're asking. Nothing to do. No, nothing to do, just justifications. But why you think it, no, well, there's why that individual would think it. So I ask a ton of questions and there's no direct uh, answer to them. And learning to think is to really listen to a question, or another mm-hmm. one I like that that I didn't quite understand. Probably for the first seven years of teaching was, I would ask a question, and the person would say, "That's a really good question." Yeah, and I'd be like, "What do you mean it's a good question? It's just a simple question." And I thought, <laughs> "Wow, so so simple questions become." To the person, a good question, because in their minds they've never asked that one, and now the assumption that they made is already falling apart. Mm. So they go, "Wow, that's a really good question." I don't think they actually mean it's a good question, because they come out later and they say, it's, "I say, well, is, the, is it because it's a good question, or is that something else?" I say, "No, it's something else completely." I I'm saying it's a good question, but what I'm really saying is, I never even thought to ask a question about that assumption Mm -hmm. i'm always answering these things in my head so it was the it's the first moment that they're beginning to see they're not thinking they're just regurgitating the thoughts in their head yeah you could say they're memorized they're instantiated they're locked into the nervous system it's like a broken record in the brain and they they can't think for this you know um memorized, or I used to think of the brain as if we repeat the same thing enough, we create these grooves in the brain and we just shoot like a record, right? We go <laughs> right into that answer and they say, well, oh, wait a minute, listen to the question. And the moment they listen to the question, well, a fascinating thing occurs, right? They hear the question, they have to answer that question clearly, not go off to something else. Yeah. Yeah. And once they do that, uh, something brand new starts to happen. There's actual thinking, <laughs> actual thing. Oh my God, why do I believe that? Yeah, why exactly? Or, um, yeah, Ooh. you know, like it's 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 good to to please others. Okay, you know, as an assumption that that could be just fine. Yeah. Right? Uh, All right. Uh, Maybe you like pleasing others. Hmm. But why exactly is it good to please others? That we don't actually think about. No, we don't. So you might like to please others, which is just fine. It could be a preference. Yeah. But if that preference is linked to goodness, and if now... When you don't please someone else, you become bad. Now you're in trouble, right? Mm. You're going to be in cyclical thinking because yeah, pleasing you, others you is this good. Way. And then pleasing yourself would become bad. How could that be? If pleasing others, it would ha- you'd have to be included in that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we come to conundrums. Because we like to think in these positive and negative, so it's good to please. Yeah, but what happens when it's between you and the other? Mm. Right? But we
0: can't all have green lights at the traffic lights.
1: No, we can't. No, you, you, you can't necessarily, nec- <laughs> uh, you, you can't always say you're you're going to, if you want to they're the conditions right so you want to go to a movie you like action movies your friend likes romance movies Mm. and now what do you do well if you if you've got filters that say i have to please someone you'll always go to the romance movie and become resentful which is immature um irresponsible um yeah it's childish yeah it's instead of well let's problem solve
0: let's go to the mall with someone else
1: yeah, we could go to the cinema with someone else, but I'd like to be with you. So can we go to the romance movie this time and next time we'll go to an action yeah. movie? Okay. Yes, great. What if your friend says, never, will I go to an action movie? It will only be a romance movie. Well, then you might select when you want to go to a romance movie. That's when you'll go with that friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all about the choices you make. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not about freezing someone out or getting angry. It's looking around at the whole selection of your life. Right? We we become so tunnel focused. No, I want to be with this person and I want to see an action. No, that's not life. Life is way bigger than that. Problem solving is not just this particular moment getting your way, or the other person, it's you know, this idea of I've got to win or they've got to win, right? Yeah. If I win, they're gonna be hurt. If they win, I'm gonna be hurt. That's that's a recipe for resentment. Yeah. So no, I'm not gonna do that. What I'm gonna do is uh, figure out how do I want to lead my whole life. And what's so interesting is when you figure out how you want to lead your whole life, you make make such changes that that maybe that friend gets left to the wayside. Maybe you see them once a year. Maybe you see them uh, two times a year, whereas yeah. before you'd been glued at the hip. Yeah. But you have not realized you'd been in a people-pleasing, codependent relationship. Because you're not thinking. You're just letting these thoughts like people-pleasing and uh, I got to be nice and I can't hurt someone and it's good and all these ideas. You know, there there is goodness. I mean, you don't want to, you, you, you won't necessarily sit around going, I want to hurt people, but that's usually what people think of. Well, if I'm not nice to them, that means I hurt them. Well, the, you're not thinking then. Mm. You're You're not in any way using your your creativity and your imagination when someone says that only the flip side of a coin the positive or the negative are the only choices they have this is a limitation in imagination mm. yep it's, it's it's a limitation in creativity yeah. right you you must know this so well Eloise right you teach mindscape mm. and in teaching mindscape one of the biggest things, I think, you know, and I know from another instructor who always said, "Well, if you really want to do well in Mindscape, to be able to, um, you know, manifest what you want, you need to take um, courses that deal with belief systems, like breakthrough." But, yeah. um, but uh, you can you can really see that the beliefs limit the capacity for imagination. Mm, yeah, right? or e- even that the, the mind can't uh, can't see the possible obstacles, right? So so, so focused. You had said to to me earlier today that you know somebody wants um, to win a million pounds, and they just you know put that in their heads. I'm going to win win a million pounds, but they they don't have the parameters of. Well, I'm going to win a million pounds. This is the day and the hour I'm going to win the million pounds. And these are the numbers I need to win the million pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then also taking into consideration all of the variables of everyone else in the world who wants to win a million pounds. Yeah. Then yeah. you have. You you have, you have right. So then people say, well, if I can't do that, then I can't manifest anything. Well, there are things you can manifest. Um that that require more variables than you could imagine like let's say you do want to be rich and make a lot of money well one thing to start with is a is a career that earns a lot of money yeah right oh but i don't want to go to school. i don't want to work that hard
0: yeah well now you're
1: working and get creative and now you're now you're saying well i don't want to do anything to get the million pounds i want it to come to me because i I just want it which is which you know, it's possible. Yeah. It is possible, but it's not highly likely. It's not the no. best way to live your life. And what's the million pounds for anyway? Mm. Just so you could sit on your bum and, <laughs> and uh, you know, start going crazy without something that gives you meaning in your life. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> very interesting if you sit down and think, right? Yeah. If you really sit down and think, people just say, no, no, no. I know what to do with it. I just want it. No, this is just the lazy, unimaginative mind that thinks that that's going to solve their life's problems. Yeah. And again, there's unconscious variables at play and you don't know what they are. Let's say you have a tendency to take drugs. Yeah. If you win a million pounds, you might, you know, overdose (laughs) on drugs. Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You might you might go crazy that way, so <laughs> you you don't you don't know what the other unconscious variables are that will determine the possibilities of what you're going to get in life and what you're not going to get. And there's it seems to me there's a pattern. Uh, I don't know exactly how it works. It's too complex for my whole brain to or mind to even conceive of. But we're all here together doing things. We all came in with different abilities and talents. And our job is to figure out what our ability is to be and and what gives us enough meaning to keep working at it, whether it's going to produce tons of money or not. Like, you know, the job I chose to do is not a mass producer of of money.
0: No, it's a salary. When you're seeing people like as clients one on one, it's time for money.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not a lot, right? It doesn't no, no. come out in the other end. There's a lot of heavy duty expenses that you've got yeah. to pay for, and uh, yeah, in the end, you're just getting a salary, and you go up with your with your salary a bit annually. You can go through a dry spell where you never get a raise. I mean, I I know there was a time in my life, ten years, <laughs> I didn't get a raise. Yeah, you know, I was a bit stupid as well, but <laughs> you know, it's 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 not easy. It depends on the the. You know, what's going on in the environment and, uh, you know, the the economy, uh, all kinds of things are impacting uh, people and you all the time. So you're varying it. So it's not a great choice to sit there and go, well, I'm going to do this job. Like if you're going to be a kindergarten teacher and you expect to be a millionaire, well, you're going to have to do a lot of things on the side to get to be a millionaire. You're going to have to hustle in your spare time. Yeah. Not that I know that I shouldn't say that because I may not know that to be true. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of teachers would get mad at me, but I do know a few teachers that are millionaires and more well off than most people I know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very well off people, and yeah. uh, you know they've got they they've got um, uh, a lot of benefits that the rest of us don't don't have. And uh, I know some teachers would get really mad at me for saying this, but. Um, <laughs> you know if you if you if you if you have a different perspective of yourself and look around the world and see how people are doing things you can always compare yourself to the haves to people who have more you know which is what people do they they compare themselves to people who have more and anyone who has less is always comparing themselves to someone else who has more you know it's a lot better to kind of compare yourself to um, uh, people who have less, number one, to gain some perspective, and secondly, to be looking at yourself, you know, at least one thing looking at people who have less will give you some perspective, and looking at throughout history, you know, that we're the richest, um, well, in North America, that that we've been in the history of the world, Yeah, right, even people in poverty have food and clothing and a TV, um, and right, it's, it's yeah. pretty phenomenal, People can be on welfare and have all these things. Yeah. It's uh, so it's, it's a completely different world than it was. And yet we don't look at that. We look at people who have more. And yeah. without, without really acknowledging, well, the people who have more. What did they do? And what do they do with it? It's not like they sit around putting it in a room and sitting on it. They use it. They employ people with it. It's they not have- like you, you just say Bill Gates has this much money. Well, he, he can't cash it in tomorrow. It's what his whole <laughs> whole empire is worth, and he's actually quite benevolent, right? He does a lot. Yeah. So, so he's doing great things for the world, right? Uh, but we don't look at that. We just look. No, he, he shouldn't have that much money. Well, why not? Why not? Why not? Someone, doing, to. Someone uh, to experience I, having money, and well, well, why don't you do it? I will. <laughs> not, I didn't mean you personally, but <laughs> I meant. You know, if somebody really yeah. wants that, then go do the work that he did to get there. Yeah. You know, you might say, well, I don't have the IQ. Well, join up with someone who does have the IQ. Yeah. And the two of you work together and you work your butt off to get there. Yeah, I mean, you want that could. kind of money.
0: He didn't he... do it on his own. No, he didn't. No. Nope. Um, lots of people it was like working. Well, two or three people whenever anything like that starts.
1: Right. So again, this is all an illusion. Right, oh. We look at things through our filters of expectations and ideas, and these thoughts are worthless. When you sit down and really look at what's going on, that doesn't mean there isn't someone who's corrupt. There are people who are corrupt. Yeah. But there are so few and far between compared to the rest of us who need to, you know, take responsibility and deal with your own life and see you, see what gives you the meaning. Right. The meaning that um, but that will allow you to live your life. It's so fun to explore and
0: get there because we've all got those different strengths and talents and just being creative with what you are good at and just exploring how far you can take it and how you can do good with it as well is always fascinating.
1: Well, there's because you have meaning.
0: Yeah. But that's right? seeking the meaning as well, I guess.
1: Yeah, when we're living in comparison, our thoughts, uh, I don't have, they have, I don't, you know, insecurity mm. behind that illusion is is where a lot of a lot of us live, and when we live there, we can't see what is, and then we choose to hook it on someone else. Mm. It's because of you that I'm like this. Well, me. Well. No, I, meant, I meant as a uh, as a general statement yeah. because of the other that one is like this. It's yeah. not true. Mm. It's, it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: just not true. Yeah. Well, it's well, been fun. Yeah.
1: I think I've kind of wiped out on the topic now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll sign off and we'll be back next week. Next week.
0: Thank you. Take care, everyone. And we'll catch up soon. Ciao, ciao.